Welcome to Bring Them Up, a parent podcast for parents at Christ Community Church. We follow Ephesians 6, where Paul writes, bring your children up in the instruction and discipline of the Lord. We want this podcast to be a safe place where you can find resources, practical ideas, and encouragement. Well, welcome to Bring Them Up. I'm your host, David Heinrichs. This is our very first episode, and we're real excited to um, to do it today. I'm joining or joining me is Sharon Radford and Joseph Ray. Uh, they're both on staff here. You want you want to say hello? Hello, hello. everyone. Okay, that a proof that they're here. <laughs> yes, we're here. All right, we're going to introduce ourselves, and we're going to share some things about our family, um, how long we've been at Christ Community, what we do here in our jobs, and then also just a funny parent moment because we really want to laugh at each other. So Sharon, you probably have the most funny moments of all of us. Oh, yeah. I have some funny moments. Why don't you go first? Okay. Okay. I have been at Christ Community um, for many, many years. I'm trying to think. It's been probably 18 years, not 40, 18 years. We came... Um, not the first year it started, but the, the second year. Your son so, told me he was one year old. Yeah, I think that's true. Our youngest <laughs> He's now was 19, a year old. <laughs> yes. Um, so we've been here a long time, volunteered in many different areas. Um, I was volunteering. Uh, well, I was a teacher in the public school. And I remember coming to you, David, saying, mm-hmm. hey, I'm a teacher. I love to help kids. I'm sure there's some kids that need some help with tutoring. Yes. So I um, volunteered, and we started the tutoring program. That it was, was a probably, couple of weeks in the summer, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was probably eight years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. So just volunteered with that and volunteered in children's ministry. And then from that, I remember we, I came part-time. I uh, did some part-time work. I worked on Sundays and, and then Wednesday afternoons with the tutoring. And then I think it was 2016, maybe, I... Uh, left the public school and became full-time children's ministry here. So that's been a sweet, sweet journey that I love. Um, Max, I'm married to Max. We just celebrated 29 years together. right. Yeah. Uh, We have three kids. Graham will be 28 very soon. Morgan, 24. And Connor, 19. Mm -hmm. All adults. All adults. So you're not a parent anymore. Oh, David, I'm a parent. (laughs) Of course I'm a parent. Yes, I know your kids. They they need moms. (laughs) (laughs) Moms influence. They do. They do. Um, I have many funny moments. You know, I could talk about Graham, the firstborn. We were so hard on him. Guys, don't be hard on your firstborns. (laughs) I'm I'm trying Um, not to, but I have. It's so hard. Poor Graham. Graham, sorry, bud. Morgan, um, funny, funny stories I could share about. The two ER visits, Joseph, I know you know about that, Uh, two ER visits when she was 18 months old, like within three weeks apart, not good. They, you know, questioned us a lot about child abuse. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Or I could share with you the broken bone stories. Oh, my gosh. That that Connor had. Uh, One funny story was he, we are big baseball lovers, okay? Our boys played baseball. So we were at a baseball tournament. It was really cold. And Connor's up to bat, and he gets hit by the pitch, Mm. okay? So it was a really cold day, and we thought, it's hurting because it's cold. Mm -hmm. Mm. So he came in and and laid on the bench, which Connor never does. If you know Connor, he's not a very serious guy. And he became very serious when he hit the ball field. 
So he he went in the dugout, and I said, well, you know, it's cold. Let's go to the car and just warm up a little bit. And um, he was still saying, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. Well, we had a game the next day. He didn't play the rest of that day. He had a game the next day. And that night, the coaches were, like, preparing him. We need him to pitch. We got to work it, that soreness out. So Work the were, soreness. Yes. Walk it <laughs> off, buddy. Work it, Walk it off. Right. Work it out. Pain's weakness leaving yeah. the body. Yes, right? yes. Yeah, so. so, and we were encouraging him, you know, just work it out, work it out. Well, I, I don't remember how much he played the next day, but I do remember him in the batting batter's box trying to swing with one arm. So, wow. okay. that's a moment for okay. you as a mom. Now listen, now listen. It gets a little bit worse. So the next day at school, he, he goes to school with me. I'm a teacher. And he says, Mom, what if I feel bad, you know, on the playground I can't play? I said, buddy, just work it out. Work it mm-hmm. out. So he did. And that afternoon he came to me. I said, bud, let's get our things together. We, you know, you got ball practice, so let's go. And he said, but, Mom, my arm hurts really bad. And he looked. I looked at it, and it was blue, and it was swollen. I said, well, you know, let's go to Nurse Maria and let her look at it before we go to ball practice. Put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah, just (laughs) just just run down there because she'll say it's fine. And (laughs) so I sent him. I didn't go with him. I sent him, go see Nurse Maria. She calls me on the phone, and she says, Sharon, do not go to ball practice. Go directly to the doctor. His arm is broken. So he walked around for several days. And I'd like to say, guys, that was the only parent (laughs) fail. (laughs) But he also, in high school, had broken foot and went on for months. Mm. So, Well, look, you don't want to pamper your kids. Come on. No, we don't want to pamper. Walk it off. A couple of aspirin. Get get over it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, sorry. I would have tied just a little board to his hand and duct taped it. I'd be fine. Right, right. We have so many That's what they did in the prairie days, right? (laughs) Like, we've read Little House. Yeah. We have so many parent fails. Oh, man. Moral of the story, don't have your sons play baseball. No, play baseball. Just be a little more aware than Max and I were. <laughs> Take them to the doctor if they need yes, to. Oh yes, yes, All right, Joseph, how about you? Who are you? How long have you been here at Christ Community? And tell us about your family. Yes. So I've been in Christ Community since uh, right before Thanksgiving of this past year. Yeah, so you're the newest this member. Is like three months or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Welcome, Joseph. Team. Thank you. Thank you. It's good to be here. Um, so we moved here from Birmingham, Alabama to take this role. I was working uh, just for an energy company as a technical writer. So I had been in ministry and then we stepped out for a couple of years mm-hmm. just because we had three kids. We needed to move home and, you know, recuperate basically uh, and have a fourth kid uh, along the way. So uh, yeah, we were, it was a good season to be out and really good to be back in. So mm-hmm. very glad to be we're here. We're thankful. We're very uh, thankful. More very, than thankful. Very yes. thankful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm working as the associate pastor for spiritual formation and adult discipleship. So focusing on kind of adult spiritual maturity, adult community, um, and then also kind of helping out on Sunday morning connections, helping people get connected in the church. So moving from new visitor to mm-hmm. membership. Um, in terms of my family, I'm married to Allison, and this will be 10 years for us. Oh, so wow. November 19th, we will celebrate 10 years of marriage. Yeah, so we're probably not going to be able to top our eight-year anniversary trip, which we won a trip to Tahiti to Tahiti? an Instagram what? photo competition. Are you so serious? I'll what? tell the story later, but as Allison won Good grief. because a friend of hers who's a photographer said, hey, this is a competition. It's real. It's being put on by Expedia and Estee Lauder. You know, I've entered it. I'll help you enter it. 
And uh, we won a $12,000 vacation package. Well, wow. I've never spent that much money on anything. We just yeah, me are happy if we go to Masonboro Island. Yeah, yeah. Myr- Myrtle Beach. I mean, yes. that's as far as I've gone. It's yes. the nicest vacation <laughs> I will ever go on, most wow. likely. Wow. So, that's but, uh, exciting. So that was eight years. We're, we're not going to go to Tahiti again. Ten years. But we'll see. <laughs> never say we never. Get to never say that's never. Right. That's yeah, what my that's mama right. said. Don't ever yeah. say never. There's always more, there's more Instagram competitions. But uh, yeah, so ten years. Um, we have four kids. So we have Gwen, who's six I have to do the math. Gwen is six. Max is five. Uh, vale, who is coming up on four in just mm-hmm. a few weeks. And then Dottie, who is one and a half. So Shoot. Okay, can you recite Shoot. all their birthdays, month, yeah. day? No. Yeah, that's <laughs> too much. That's not. pressure yeah. right yeah. there. We'll that's pressure. Right. <laughs> Probably not. So um, you have a full house. Yes. We have a full house. Mm-hmm. We are, someone has described this stage as being in the trenches, and uh, especially for mothers, because Allison's at home with the kids, yes. and it is absolutely yes. true. Yeah. In the trenches yes. is how it feels. Yes. So wake up and gear up for action. Yes. Yes. Various yeah. sorts. Battle sometimes. Well, you so. don't have a funny parent moment because you're a per- perfect parent i think right. Right? yeah absolutely perfect parent, parent with yeah. four tiny children we have no yeah no <laughs> issues, no issues. uh so the one i do think of is uh so max was in preschool for a bit when we were in birmingham and he brought home some words from preschool that he mm. we assume he did not learn from his teachers mm. that he learned them from his peers but he was very enthusiastic about these words and was very enthusiastic about using them when mm. angry or when really? trying to get a laugh oh. or when oh. just often that's great very language often. learning yeah. Yeah. yes yeah. exactly so he's, he uh, he received an education <laughs> yes. um, but uh, so we decided very quickly that we needed to discourage, you know, the use of some of these words that he learned. Um, and we experimented with, experimented with various means. So uh, we tried doing vinegar, um, but he developed a taste for vinegar. Oh, no. To oh, where no. now he asks. No. He'll ask I love for vinegar a barbecue. bit of white vinegar. Oh, yeah, no. right. V- vinegar yeah. barbecue is great. Uh, yeah. So yeah. vinegar did not work. Uh, so strategy two was uh, brushing his teeth with soap. Mm. And so there was one day in particular, and I think I'd also just heard a sermon where our pastor was talking about like kind of the extreme measures of grace. And so it was like the fourth time that he'd used a word that day. That was a, like, we're going to do like, you know, a (laughs) toothbrushing incident. Um, And I was like, I had this grace thing in my head and I was like, I'm just so fed up with this. And so I'm like, here, I'm going to brush my teeth with soap for what you've done. So it's like, you deserve this, but I'm going to do it uh, in the hopes that like, want to like teach him about grace, you know, like show him the significance. You're trying to give him a guilt trip. This had, is a little bit. Something. It had no effect, you know, like it, it, it wasn't any more effective. I bet you didn't curse for the next yeah, 10 yeah, days. Yeah, I mean, you. So, so, it's like, I got experience of it. So, um, it's been a, it's been a slow and steady, uh, you know, learning process. I, I, mm. I can't wait till I, you know, he's older and he gets to tell that story from his perspective. I think I, I hope he remembers it. I'm going to tell it. Too. Yeah. Yes. So. I hope he remembers that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, thank you for that story. Um, my name is David. Uh, I've been on staff here since 2006, uh, which is 15 years ago. Um, I also, as Sharon was a teacher for many years. And so mm-hmm. I moved into ministry and it's been a great sort of transition for me. Um, I've loved it. I've been in a lot of the ministries um, at Christ Community. Uh, I've done the music, the college ministry, middle school, high school. I've kind of been involved in the children's ministry at some levels over the years and um, have really just filled some of the gaps when Sam Kennedy left our, our um, previous assistant pastor and now with Joseph coming in. So there was a little gap there that I did some things um, that I'm no longer 
having to do. Thank you, Joseph, for that. But um, right now, I'm in charge of the music ministry on Sunday mornings and the middle school, high school. So my job is is more sizable for me. I love it. It's um, life-giving. It's uh, my favorite job. Um, my family have been married to Shelly for 25 years. So wow. it's been a long, long road. This is a big yeah. one. 25 years. I've been, I think I've just figured this out. I was, uh, I've been uh, married to Shelly longer than I've been single. So... That's, that's that moment for me, but yeah. it's yeah. really cool. But I've got three kids, uh, so not quite the full house Joseph has, but I've got three kids, that's, and they, they fill my house just fine. We're not looking for any. There's no no more uh, vacancy in the Heinrichs Happy Home. Uh, but Hope's our oldest at 17. Haley is our middle child at 12 years old, middle school. And then Noel um, just became a member of our family, but he was an older adopted child from the Philippines, and he is 11, and he's in middle or elementary school, and um, just learning how to do all the all the fun things you do in elementary school. So love my kids, love my wife. Um, my funny story, I've got a lot of them. I actually um, made my middle child, Haley, walk through Disneyland uh, all day long on, I think it's called a corn thing on your foot. Oh, and we no, just were like baby. walk it up. Yeah, it was one of those those moments that Sharon yeah, talked about. Yeah. Um, but this is this is the funny moment I want to tell you. Okay, so uh, Haley, this is again Haley, and uh, Haley just will not go to bed. She wants to stay up, as every mm. parent knows how the struggle of trying to get oh, your sweet. kids to bed. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, Haley. Um, I was in her in her room, and I was sitting there. I was like, Haley, all you have to do is lay still and be quiet. So be still, be quiet, and sleep will come. And she's like, what do you mean by that, Dad? I said, okay. And I basically lied to her to get her to go to sleep. So I said, I said, there's a bunny, a little bunny called the sleep bunny. And the sleep bunny will come into your room and sleep with you and be all nice and cuddly and warm and soft. And all you have to do is, is just be still and be quiet and the bunny will snuggle up to you. But if you move and if you make noise, the bunny will run away and... <laughs> You won't be able to sleep with the bunny. And she's like, okay, dad. And she laid still and, you know, all that. And guess what? She went to sleep. But then she questioned me later and was like, dad, I don't believe that's true. Right, right. So we resorted to drugging her with melatonin. Yeah, just (laughs) just go to sleep. Give you a little ambient, I guess. I don't know. Um, But yeah, trying to get your kids to sleep is a struggle for Mm -hmm. all of us parents. But. Um, so, uh, parents out there, you can see all three of us, you know, we're, we're, you know, really struggling as much as you are. Um, but it is a great, great, uh, task that God gives us. It's a privilege to be a parent. And so we want to really start this, um, this podcast and, and, um, really beef up our parent ministry to, uh, be a great resource for all parents at Christ community and even in the community. And so we're going to, uh, talk about some of the elements that we're starting, um, some things that we've been doing. Uh, in the parent ministry. So Sharon will start with um, M-O-L-O, and it's called MOLO. So tell us about MOLO. MOLO, yes. MOLO started uh, by a young mom in the church coming to me and saying, hey, I'm a new mom, have this infant, and I don't know what motherhood Mm -hmm. is going to look like for me. Um, Is there anything available for us? And um, I went to the leadership and said, hey, can we start something? And we did. Um, Mothers of Little Ones was born. Uh, I think this is probably the fourth year. And mother, just like you guys said, uh, parenting is hard. Um, These mothers that um, have little ones, they find it very difficult in this journey. So what we try to do 
in this ministry is to walk alongside young moms and to create a space where we can help young moms understand what does it look like to walk with God during this season. Um, We try to uh, have a Bible study, um, scripturally based, of course, and um, have some fellowship time because that's important. They need community. And we have some mentor moms that uh, are part of the ministry that Mm -hmm. come in and say, hey, I remember being in this place. And it's been a sweet, sweet community together. We provide free child care. We provide a free breakfast with the moms appreciate. Um, And we meet two times a month, the second Mm -hmm. and the fourth Tuesday of every month. I know that that is a huge transition from, you know, married with no kids to all of a sudden a baby, Yes, you know, 24 seven supervision and diapers and all the other things that go along with that. So it's a great ministry. Very needed. Okay, so Joseph, tell us about our conference we're we're having soon. Yeah, so as part of our discipleship of parents, um, you know, this year we're holding a parent conference, and it's going to be at the Fort Caswell Retreat Center. We talked about different ways to, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, go about this, and we thought that one of the best things we could do is just make this as great and restful an experience as Mm -hmm. possible for the parents who come. So it's going to be a Saturday, pretty much all-day conference. It's, I think, 9.30 to 6. Uh, It's going to include lunch and dinner. They're included in the admission cost. And parents of kids of all ages are invited. So um, the content portion is going to involve um, some teaching from leaders in the church on different kind of principles related to bringing up kids in God's kingdom but then after each sort of content teaching portion, there are going to be breakout groups for parents of small kids, parents of um, kind of upper elementary, and then parents of teenagers. And so those are going to be led by uh, kind of mentor parents mm-hmm. who are going to be facilitating the discussion and helping parents apply these principles in you know their particular kids' age context. Mm-hmm. Um, so also kind of an extra thing. We're going to have programming and activities for kids, so mm-hmm. kids and teenagers. So it's an all-day thing. Uh, kids have got to go somewhere, and so we are making sure that we have a youth and college students and adults who will be caring for um, every kid who comes. And again, like Fort Castle is great for activities, and so there's going to be uh, they're just going to be taken care of all day. Parents yeah. don't have to worry about them. They'll you know kind of barely see them until dinner time. And then there's also going to be some time for the parents just to kind of relax and hang out in the middle of the day of the conference as well. So we want to make it just a restful, life-giving experience as much as we can for the parents who come. So, yeah, so I think by the time this podcast is out, the registration information will have been sent out. It's um, $30 per attendee, adult and child. Um, But we are also working on kind of ways to help parents who need it, uh, you know, get there if they're worried about money being an object. And Mm -hmm. so... Um, if you hear about this, you're interested in the conference, and you're not sure that you can make it work financially, then reach out to one of us because, again, we're actively working on making mm-hmm. that possible for everyone who wants to come. Yeah. And if yes. you've never been to Fort Caswell, just go online, Google it, and look at the pictures. It's amazing. It's a really amazing place um, that they have down there, a conference mm-hmm. center that's surrounded by water, and it's yes. beautiful. So yes. beautiful. So beautiful. All right, so that is that is our Parent Conference Day in May. We're excited to have everybody join us for that. Um, and I'm just going int- to just basically talk about what we're doing here on this podcast. This podcast is really um, interviews and stories that we get to tell, um, teaching moments that, that we might have for parents to say, hey, this is something the Bible says about being a parent, and this is how you can rethink your own strategies um, from, from biblical passages that are, that are um, helpful 
And also just, you know, family failures. We, we want parents to really know that they're not alone in some of the mistakes they've made and some of the ways that they are really challenged and struggle through, um, you know, being a wise parent. So we want to create a culture that, hey, we're in this together. We're going to laugh a little at each other. And, and I think that's really healthy. Um, so the Parent Podcast will come out. Also, we're going to follow up with some of the lessons that are taught on Melo. So if you don't come to Melo for um, that time, or if you just want to follow up conversation with someone who's presented at Melo. So lots of, lots of opportunities to do lots of great things with the Parent Podcast. And we're going to end our time today by just kind of giving a little bit of a, one more round robin where we get to share um, a nugget of truth or a perspective that's been helpful to us, a verse that we might, uh, uh, the three of us might go to that helps, you know, kind of guide us as parents. So Sharon, why don't you start with your idea? Okay. I love First Peter um, where it says we're, you know, when we're talking about we're called to be holy. Um, so verse 13 in chapter one, therefore preparing your minds for action and being sober minded, set your hope fully on the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I think it's important as parents to know that this is a difficult job. You know, it's not something to take lightly. And we need to prepare ourselves. We need to prepare our minds. I love how Pastor Paul uses the illustration of, you know, if you want a suntan, and we live at the beach here in Wilmington, so this is a great example for us. If you want a suntan, you go spend time laying out in the sun. Mm -hmm. And you don't do it just in a few minutes. You go... And you go, and you go. You spend time in the sun, and your skin changes. You get a nice tan. Um, so as parents, I think it's really important to use that as we have to prepare our minds. We have to be in front of Jesus. We have to be in his word. We have to find community that we can study his word together and see what is it saying to us as parents. Mm-hmm. Um And then also understanding that we are going to make mistakes. And just as he has given us so much grace, we need to understand that, receive his grace, and then also extend that grace to our children. That's really helpful. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Parenting is a lot more than just tips and tricks. It really is. And it really is, you know, just the more, the closer you are to the Lord, the more effective you're going to be in your parenting. So yes. that's very, very yes. helpful. Thank you, Sharon. Um, what about you, Joseph? What has uh, helped you over the years? Yeah, so, um, I mean, we're still young in this, and mm-hmm. so we're beginning in some ways to do kind of very particular instruction and very particular mm-hmm. discipline, but um, we're still kind of in the, the very general kind of household culture development stage yeah. of parenting. And so one of the things that stood out to me is from Deuteronomy 6 when Moses is reiterating God's law to this new generation of Israelites. He says, um, and these words that I command you today, they shall be basically like they shall saturate your life. He says they'll be on your, bind them on your foreheads, Mm -hmm. keep them on the posts of your gates. Talk of them when you rise and when you sit, you know, with your children at at the table. And so I think the way that we have, tried to internalize that again, like with lots of failures along the way mm-hmm. um, and, you know, better days than not than others um, is to think about creating an environment in our household. So like our house has an environment mm-hmm. and we want that environment to be saturated with mm-hmm. um, not just the truths of God's, so we're always saying things, but mm-hmm. also like practices that show God's character and God's grace. So we know that our kids will get their idea of God from how we relate to them and how we relate to God. 
And so we want them to see us in prayer. We want them to see us in edifying conversation. Mm-hmm. We want them to see us, you know, modeling repentance and forgiveness mm-hmm. when we mess up because Lord knows we do. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of the main principle that we're kind of pursuing right now right, is right. creating an environment where our kids hopefully see, mm-hmm. you know, the grace of God and the character of God and the kingdom of God. Yeah. So yeah. important. The environment is so important. It is. It marks your kids, you know, how they see their home environment and how their friends later, as they come into your environment, they see it. Mm -hmm. That's, that's really special. I think the Christian faith with your, your kids is, is both taught and caught. You've heard that before. And that's Mm kind of what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So not just words, but just the way that you live your life. And, Mm -hmm. um, that's very helpful. I, I think of, um, Ephesians six, a lot of times, especially now that my kids are growing up a little bit, being a little older, um, I, I see this encouragement, and it's directed to fathers. So obviously, I'm going to read a little more carefully <laughs> than others. It says, do not provoke your children to anger. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, that means I, I need to get out of the way. I don't need to, to say something or behave in a certain way um, that my kids now are angry at me and not the natural consequences that follow their their bad behavior. So really, you know, we're trying to deal with something that they're doing that isn't right, um, but I could create a whole second problem by becoming a problem myself. So I, I need to not yes. provoke. So I, mm-hmm. I oftentimes just reflect on my own behavior and words and think, what are the things that I'm doing that that is provoking my child? Uh, another idea from Ephesians 6, 4 is it says, bring them up in the discipline and instruction. And I see those two words as, you know, the instruction is filling up a, a mind with good content, good ideas, practical ideas, truth, th- theology, re- you know, truth about the Lord in the Bible. So we're instructing them, we're filling them up. And, but that's not the only thing I, d- I want to do. According to this verse, I need to discipline, which means that now they're applying their faith or they're thinking through their faith and it comes out of them, and I need to help stop some of those behaviors. So it's kind of feeding the roots mm-hmm. in instruction and then pruning, you know, as time goes on, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the discipline. So keeping a balance of both of those things is really helpful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of uh, some verses and some ideas uh, that have helped shape the vision that we have as parents. And we're going to talk more about some things in the future and elaborate on some of those things. Um, but for now, that is the end of our first episode. How do you, how do you guys think it went? It went really well. So much fun. Oh, yeah. yeah can't wait to the parent conference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Right. I think so. All right, guys. Well, that is the end of our podcast today. We hope we see you again. If this is helpful, share it with a friend. Subscribe. Listen to it. We're excited. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.